Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. Yeah, that was uh, not great. Those first two periods were uh, hot garbage. Um, you know, Elliot just didn't have it tonight. The team in front of him just didn't have it for the first two periods. You know, they make the comeback, they make it interesting at the end, and I keep saying that's a game that basically defined the Flyers' season. You know, furious little comeback, too little, too late, run out of run out of time, basically. Uh, they just – we've said this a few times, and I think Charlie actually, uh, Charlie O'Connor tweeted it tonight. These games happen. Like, and if they hadn't – if they had just been average through the first half of the season, you know – we could look at a game like this and just say, you know, Washington's just better than them, and they didn't have it tonight. That shit happens throughout the course of a season. But when you're trying to make this playoff push that they're trying to make, and you dig yourself into a three-month hole like they did in October, November, and December, nights like tonight are amplified. It's just it, you can't just brush it off as, eh, you know, we'll get them next time. Because now there's 15 games left, and everybody in front of you picked up at least one, if not two points last night. Uh, so, uh, just the way she goes. It's not like I was expecting this team to make the playoffs, but it's just I wanted to see at least some entertaining hockey down the stretch here. Third period was nice. At least it gave you a reason to keep the television on if you were so inclined. Uh, Phil Myers picks up his first goal. That's cool. He continues to flash. Um, you know, we're just seeing more and more out of guys like Oscar Lindblom, you know, Nolan Patrick out of the lineup tonight. That's a bummer. Uh, saw a few nice plays, even a couple of nice breakouts from Travis Konechny tonight uh, to set up some chances. And to me, that's what this season's all about, you know. Um, without Jake and without Patrick, there's – there's two of your top six right there. So it's not like you can match firepower with a team like the Caps when you're missing a Voracek and when you're missing uh, Nolan Patrick, who's been playing well of late. So a, a loss was kind of expected here. Would have liked to see them keep it a little closer early. And then, you know, if they're going to make that push at the end, maybe it's a one goal instead of a two goal game. You're not looking for a miracle comeback like you've made a couple of times against Tampa this year. Uh, but, yeah, I, I saw some good things. Uh, like, I just – I really enjoy watching Phil Myers play. Um, in the first period, he made a move, I believe, on Oshie. Uh, at the point, no one behind him. It, it took just confidence to try to make the move. Uh, makes uh, Gets by Oshie. Oshie gets the hook. Uh, Myers draws the penalty on the play. Just a, just a confident, high-skill play. Uh, that he made that not everyone even, let alone a rookie, making his, what, eighth is his eighth start tonight, I think, for, for Myers. So, uh, yeah, just a, it was good to see there. Of course, he picks up the first goal. Um, but in the defensive zone and in man coverage, covering a puck carrier, I love seeing him chase because he doesn't get out of position. He stays on the right side of the puck. He's very agile. He's a good skater. And he's just aggressive. I really enjoy seeing it. Um, I can hear coaches, like, in my head, I can hear coaches yelling at him, like, um, yeah, but he he seems to make the play a lot of the time. He's he's not chasing. He's actually defending. It's just you don't see it a lot, and you definitely don't see it a lot out of this Flyers team lately that 
you know, we've we've seen the Andrew McDonald's of the world back in at the blue line and then stay put there as the puck uh, as the puck gets moved around them. So uh, it, it's cool watching him. It's cool watching a lot of these guys develop. And I just hope that continues. Tonight's game was what it was. Um, Washington is a better team. They're, of course, the defending champs. They're alone in first place at the top of the division now, I believe. Um, and the Flyers are missing two of their six best forwards. So that's what happens. Let's get to you now. I know that was a little bit longer of a uh, of an opening monologue than I usually have, but I am amped up on some coffee. Couldn't have my... Uh, couldn't have my lucky bowl of cinnamon toast crunch between the second and third period as I always do. So I went with the extra cup of coffee and now I am firing on all cylinders. Let's get to your comments. Well, that kind of sucked. It certainly did. And when when you build, we're all Flyers fans here. We build our night around, okay, it's 7.30. The Flyers are playing the Caps. Let's sit down and watch that. And they fall behind 5-0. That sucks. It does really suck. Too little, too late. The story of the 2018-19 Philadelphia Flyers. Welcome back. Thank you. Yeah, I had a great time in Clearwater, but I do hate missing shows. I hate misdoing this. It is good to be back with all of you. Good to be back recording again. You know, we did uh, um, on Monday, we did the BSH radio. And then tonight, uh, before the game, we recorded Ice Sport Radio. And now I'm here. So it is nice to be back in the swing of things. This is the first Flyers game I've seen since... uh, Shit, when was my last post game? I think the Sabres? What a game by Banff, eh? It's almost like you shouldn't play him in seven out of eight games. It's wild, right? Wow. Season over. I, you know, it is what it is. They could win these next 15. This team is so goddamn inconsistent and ridiculous. Uh, I'm not saying it's over, but I got to keep watching regardless, you know? Um, anything can happen. It, it's, it's really unlikely they make the playoffs, but to me, it's... At a certain point this year, it switched from, okay, let's see if we can make a win around, do whatever, to I want to see these guys who are 23 and younger um, take the step we expected them to take in the beginning of the season. If this is where they can pick up uh, at next season, that'll be that'll be really good for everybody involved. <laughs> Brian Elliott's five-hole was gigantic. He struggled tonight. On that Ovechkin goal, uh, when he's standing alone in his spot, uh, the puck's halfway across the ice, and I'm like, goal. Like, it's not even close to him yet, and you're just looking at the time and space he has in front of Elliot, and the puck, it like, it, it took like an hour to get there, it felt like, because they should have put the puck on the board, as su- on the, the goal on the board, as soon as that puck came loose, because it's just skittering its way over to him on the, on the pass, and it's just, you know it's about to happen. I mean, it's Alex Ovechkin, yes. Obviously, you'd like to see the save there, but it's Alex Ovechkin. Uh, I have a much bigger issue with, like, the wobbler that hit his glove in the back of the the, the camera in the back of the net and some of the other ones. Um, but uh, it's Ovechkin. What are you going to do? This game completely mirrored the entire season. Fall behind too far and trying to catch up. This is who they are. Frustrating but worth watching to see Myers' first NHL goal. Yeah, that's the stuff. I mean, that's that's what we're talking about for the rest of the year. That's what these last 15 games are about. Watching Myers, watching Sanheim, watching Konechny, watching Patrick, uh, watching Lindblom. That's 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 who I'm focused on. You know, obviously love Giroux, love Couturier, want to see those guys continue to do well. But I know that they're good players and that they're going to do what they're supposed to do. 
the future of this franchise hinges on these Ron Hextall draft picks. And when Carter Hart comes back, obviously he's part of that as well. Um, there's a contingent of people who don't believe Car- Car- Carter Hart should be brought back. And I get wanting to be cautious. And if that's the route they take, I won't complain because, listen, he's got to be it. Carter Hart has to be it. Uh, and if they want to be cautious with him, I don't blame them at all. But just as, you know, like I said, we all do this. We watch the damn games. I'm good on Brian Elliott starts, man. Brian, El- I did a whole thing about Brian Elliott. Uh, you know, he's a – listen, he's worked his ass off for this team. He has been a competitor for this team. He has played – he has tried to come back from injuries too early for this team. He's in there now getting run down by this team when he should be more worried about getting his next contract. I appreciate it. I appreciate Brian Elliott's effort. But I do not want to watch him play anymore. I'm good. Uh, I want to assess Cam Talbot at this point. I want to find out if Cam Talbot's the guy that's going to be here and be in a tandem with Carter Hart next year. And when if, if Hart comes back, obviously I want to watch the 20-year-old franchise save. Welcome back, Bill. Not the best game to return to. <laughs> if this is as bad as life gets for me, I got few complaints, you know? You know what I'm saying? I'll never be the guy who complains, oh, my God, I had to watch this shit. I I get it. My job is watching hockey. Tonight was a dud, but let's talk about Travis Konechny chirping at the stadium series. Uh, That The Wired special is re-airing tomorrow at 10.30. I missed it last night. I just – it slipped my mind. I didn't DVR it. Uh, I have the DVR set already for tomorrow. Um, I I saw all the clips online. It was, like, the only thing on Twitter today. Flyers Twitter was just – Travis Konechny chirps, so obviously I saw, you know, all the highlights, and he's an entertaining cat. He certainly is. Uh, if you watch Letter Kenny, he is, like, I, and Kelly and I have been saying this for a while now, but that really just confirmed it. He is the hockey players on Letter Kenny. Like, oh, my God, that's him. He's Jonesy and Riley to a T. Should have pulled Elliott after that third goal. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um... The way they were playing um, in those first two periods, I don't know if it would have mattered, but it was pretty clear er, from pretty early on that um, that Brian Elliott didn't have it tonight. I don't know if it would have made a huge difference in the overall result, but, yeah, you probably should have pulled him after that third goal. I don't disagree. Elliott is like a roller coaster. It's just – it's very predictable what was going to happen tonight. The guy, and again, it's the it's Washington. They have a ton of firepower. The Flyers played like absolute garbage for 40 minutes in front of them, not absolving the team in front of them whatsoever because they had zero energy up until uh, up until that goal at the end of the second. Um, so it's it's not all on Elliott, I, uh, but. Yeah, when you play him, and, and I realize some of these appearances were relief appearances, so don't give me the, oh, well, yeah, but like, don't start him, don't play him in this many games. Seven out of eight is too many for Elliott. I don't care if the schedule's off, so they've had some extra days. I don't care. What I know about Brian Elliott is if you play him too many games, he has games like tonight. We should try to limit games like tonight. And since we have, you know, another goalie named Cam Talbot, who we should be trying to assess as the guy we want to bring back next season, maybe we should be giving him a look too. I, 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 really, have, I really haven't criticized Gordon too much. 
uh, in his interim tenure because, honestly, anyone is better than Dave Haxtell. Literally anyone. Literally anyone is better than Dave Haxtell behind the bench. Um, But this is just one of those things that drives me nuts because we've seen the patterns. How do these guys – and, like, Gordon was a goalie. Uh, Maybe that's – he has confidence in the goalie because he was a – I don't know. I just, like, I I don't know. How do you not identify these patterns as quickly as I do? I'm an idiot who watches the games from home. You know, (laughs) I'm just some guy with a podcast. You're the head coach of the Philadelphia Flyers. I assume you know more than me. You should. You, right? Like, just dumb. Just dumb. Tough to win every game when it's been a must-win the past two months. That's the other thing. This emotional high of playing what is, I mean, you can't call it playoff hockey, but essentially playoff hockey for the second half of the season, the last 25 games or so, you're going to have emotional letdowns. It's hard to get to that level every night. And when you have to be at that level because you dug such a hole, you have these you have these just duds. You have these duds like they had tonight. Haig is a waste. Might be worse than McDonald. Ooh, um, I mean, I still think Haig has more upside and can t- and could develop into more. Um, I don't expect him. I mean, if he's just a decent third pair defenseman, um, I don't think he'll ever ever be much better than that. But you need decent third pair defensemen, you know. Um, obviously, I want to see Haig just because he factors into that. He could potentially factor into the future, and. Uh, and they've they've taken this time developing him, bring him along. You know, they spent an asset on him. I realized it was a second round pick years ago, but they still spent it on him. And he's been here and he's got like I'd rather see him than McDonald. But right now, man, does McDonald like if you were to go with your six best, if you go with your six best defenseman, Provorov, he's he's not playing well, but it's Provorov. Provorov Sandheim, Gudis Ghost. Myers, is it McDonald? Like, is McDonald in your top six? If if your only choices are the seven who are here, uh, let's pretend Sam Moran is actually hurt um, for a second because I'd prefer Sam Moran, who wouldn't, uh, because I'll I'll take the unknown over a known bad player. Um, But, hey, McDonald did step up to Tom Wilson tonight, too. I appreciated that. He got the assist on the Lawton goal. That was good. Uh, but yeah, I, right at this very moment today at 10.30 p.m. on Wednesday, March 6th, if you were to ask me who the Flyers' six best defensemen are, yeah, Andrew McDonald's in that group and Robert Haig isn't. Yeah, when you start 11 forwards and two of them are Corbin Knight and Phil Veroni, you have problems. Yeah, they weren't going to win tonight. That's the like, that's the that's With the injuries and the pace they've been at and playing a really good team, they weren't going to win tonight. You'd like to see them not shit the bed for 39 and a half minutes or whatever the hell it was, you know? Haig should get some press box time. <sighs> I want to just keep playing him. Just let him, let him, just see what he's got. Just I, I know we've seen a lot of Haig. It's not like it's Myers where he's got eight games and it's like, well, we'll see. I, I know what, what Haig probably is. But there's still a chance he gets better and turns into something more. And at this point, yeah, if you want to sit him for Sam for Sam Moran, I'm all for it. 100%. Sure. Uh, but 
if we're going to pretend that Moran's still hurt, um, whatever. Play him, see what happens. That Myers goal was dope, at least. We all got to see that. You know, while that game seems like a waste of time when the when the final horn sounds, we can all look back on this when Myers is accepting his uh, his uh, his third Norris Trophy in a row and and tell our our kids. I saw his first goal. They got blown out by the Washington Caps. Could we drink a cup of coffee before the game starts? Do some jumping jacks? Something. Yeah, that's like it is an issue that this team often comes out without energy. I'm just in this game. If it wasn't a pattern, it wouldn't be as concerning for me because this was predictable. Um, like I just Phil Knight or Phil Veroni, Corbin Knight, all these dudes play like. They're not good players. You know, they're not even NHL players. Um, Justin Bailey, yeah. That's the, how do you have Justin Bailey dressed up? He played 6-12. How do you have 11 forwards and play one guy 6? That's Bailey, Knight, and Veroni are all in the lineup tonight. That's nuts. My God. Rough night. Rough night all around. I'm quickly developing a crush on Myers. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Per Appleyard, I think Haig is uh, is dead last out of 200-plus defensemen in most advanced metrics the, the past few months. Yeah, I th- we ran through some of these numbers. Uh, I don't. We didn't get too in-depth on the numbers, uh, but we ran through some of them, um, some of Appleyard's numbers since January 1st. Robert Haig, like out of 202 NHL defensemen with however many minutes, you know, it was a qualifier and all that. But out of like, it was out of 202 qualifying NHL defensemen, Haig was like in every metric, 200, 201, 202, 202, 201, 202. Like it was, it was, I felt bad. I was like, I felt like we were trashing the guy, but like he, he has not been good. Like he's on the ice when he's on the ice, the other team gets two thirds of the high danger chances. Like I, my biggest complaint about McDonald is he doesn't get off the ice quick enough. We need to work on longer strides towards the bench. Eh. Thought we were gonna see Amac put the beat down on Tom Wilson. I appreciated that he uh, he stepped up to him. You know, um, I don't think that would have gone particularly well for Andy, but I I I appreciate that he is at least somewhat the veteran leader uh, he's made out to be. I don't doubt that um, he's a good teammate. I don't doubt that he's a presence in the dressing room and all that. I just don't think any of that outweighs his negative output on the ice. That's I've said it a million times. If his whole value, if his entire value is intangible, he should be the head coach. I am completely serious. This is not like a Bill – one of my takes that I'm just I I I I I come across and say I'm just gonna run this into the ground because it's funny to me. I fully believe that if Andrew McDonald's as if he is as valuable as they make him out to be, based on his intangibles, then he should be the head coach of the team. That is that's a shoot. That's a straight shoot. Who's the heel of the week? Ronda Rousey or Craig Calcaterra? Oh, Rousey. I mean, she watching her at Raw on Monday, man. It is not a uh, – and I'm a big Ronda Rousey fan. I was huge, uh, very excited when she debuted. I still think she has a ton of potential in the pro wrestling industry. Um, she's – I mean, for a person who has a year in the business, a year. 
she's very good. Uh, but it is not a surprise that the acting thing didn't work out for her. Uh, as far as uh, that guy Craig, that baseball writer Craig, uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you've probably seen me going back and forth with him. Um, he's a coward and a liar. So Moran for Hag has to happen. I, if Moran is healthy, which I think he is, if he is healthy, throw him out there. I can't watch Elliot anymore. I cannot. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm with you, man. I'm. I'm good on Brian Elliot. Like I said, I respect. I respect what he's. Uh, I respect what he's tried to do for this team. I really do. And his numbers coming in, like, he had a 920 save percentage coming into the night. Now, granted, he didn't start a game between, like, November and February 15th, but it is what it is. He stopped a bunch of pucks this year. It's just when you play him in 7 of 8, he's going to have shit games and then probably miss a bunch of time. What's the love affair with Moran? Dude has three games and everyone loves him because he fights. No, I don't think everyone loves him. I think everyone just wants to see. Everyone just wants to see if he's good or not. Just play him. I know Andrew McDonald isn't good. I have a pretty good idea of what I think uh, Robert Haig is going to be. Um, Sam Moran's a complete unknown at this point. I always say, he might suck, he might be great. And at this point, I don't care. I just want to find out. You know, Obviously, I want him to be good. I feel like a broken record. I say this all the time. I want him to be good. But at this point, I just want to find out if he belongs in the league or not. Just show him to me. Should have started Talbot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Myers is a beast. He certainly looks like he could develop into quite the player. Uh, he is He's fun to watch, man. Like, there's certain aspects of hockey. A guy, you know, in his own, playing in his own zone, maybe not the most exciting thing in the world. But watching, uh, watching how aggressive Myers is, is uh, it's a treat. Nice battle back, I thought. I know, too little, too late. But I enjoyed watching the third. I thought the boys made some great plays and saw lots of, and saw lots of patience with the puck. In my opinion, yeah, I, I have, I appreciate that they didn't roll over and die. I appreciate that this game didn't end eight to two, uh, like you know that San Jose game in the beginning, like in the first, in the first period. I, I was saying this looks like an October-November game. They're just going to get blown out. And I appreciate that they fought back, absolutely. Um, you know, this season is what it is. This is who they are. Um, shorthanded, this is uh, – could have made some plays. In terms of plays with the puck, I think a lot of good things did happen. They were so bad early with it. Um Shane, man, uh, Shanye, Gostas Bear, the ghost, uh, he he had a couple of chances to make some big plays tonight and just couldn't get under control, just, just couldn't really harness it. Um, this this year can't end soon enough as far as I'm concerned for, for Proverov and Gostas Bear. Um, I, I would love to see those guys uh, hit the ground running next year. I can't wait to see them rebound. Um, and I really hope Sanheim and Myers continue on their trajectory. And then we have those four. That's 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 the dream, man. That's been the dream. Um, but right now, they're just fighting it. They're just fighting. I mean, some of those turnovers Proverov had in the third, like blind giveaways, pure possession. They've got the puck in the offensive zone. They're trying to make the comeback. And Proverov just throws it away like, two or three times. It was ugly. Ferda.
again, can't play 20 minutes of hockey and expect to win. I, yeah, I don't I, – at no point did I expect them to win this game tonight. It was just a fun just fun third period. At least they made it interesting. And they have made that comeback twice this year against Tampa. It's not unprecedented for this team to make stupid comebacks. It's not like they don't do it all the time. It's not the ideal way to play. Like, I'm not saying, oh, they do this, so they're Stanley Cup contenders. Obviously, you'd rather they compete from opening puck drop. It's just like, ugh. This game could have got out of hand, and it didn't. I commend them for that because this game would have been 8-2 to two in October or November. It would have been. Um, so that's progress. <laughs> Jesus. Is it wrong to get angry thinking about Hextall and Hackstall on the team's bad start to the year? Games like tonight don't hurt you if you're just average to start the year. Agree 100% on that one, Bill. Yeah, it's just like... Maybe Dave Hackstall will get another shot and prove to be at least an above-average NHL coach or something. Um, but this is a guy that decided he was going to play Yuri Laterra over Oscar Lindblom. I'm sorry. You think bad players are good and good players are bad. You don't know what you're doing in terms of evaluating talent whatsoever. Like, it's a disgrace that he made those decisions. A disgrace. Like, it's not like they're comparable, and it's just like, okay, well, it's, they're both fourth liners, and this one does this, and this one does this. They're different, but they're even, so he went with this guy, even though we prefer that. No! Oscar Lindblom can actually play, and Yuri Laterra stinks. I can't... Ugh. Aren't all coaches completely clueless when it comes to goalies? They must be, because this one was a goalie, and we're still... Yep, run Elliott into the ground. I know it doesn't matter as much because the season's over and his contract's expiring, so it's not our problem and all that. But it's just like, how is this your strategy? Do you think this is going to work? Like, Do you think playing Brian Elliott, 33 years old, coming off all the injuries he's had over the last 18 months, do you think this is going to work? Why? Why do you think that? Elliott had to be off the ice after that third goal. I don't disagree. Um, at a certain, I, the team was so bad in front of him. It's hard for me to pin it all on Elliot, but also he stunk too. It's not like the team in front of him just let him down. He was also bad. And uh, you know, it, 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 it was both tonight. It was both. And we've had it go one way or the other a lot this year where the goalie is doing all he can, but you know, the team just stinks or, you know, the skaters are actually playing pretty well, but they've had two breakdowns, but somehow have allowed four goals. Uh, we, we've seen it go both ways. Tonight, I think it was a, especially for the first 40 minutes, a complete team effort in falling down 5-0. Once we get mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, the pens and jackets will go on massive losing streaks. Yeah, it's, you know, I mean, the, the Blue Jackets are out of the playoffs as of, or at least they were last I checked the standings, which was before action tonight. Uh, I don't know if they played tonight, but I don't think they did. Um, so, I mean, they're out of the playoffs, too, uh, at this at this moment in time. So, I, this is what happens when you throw away three months of a season. Wherever this season goes, seeing the kiddos with decent TOI is hopefully giving next season's coach candidates some advanced looks at what could be on their bench. Absolutely. The fact that we're, there's going to be film on Myers. It's the new coach, whether, or if it's Gordon, it's Gordon. 
If it's Quenville, it's Quenville. If it's some other coach, it's some other coach. Uh, the fact that there will be some NHL film, it won't be a completely blind situation with some of these guys for whoever the coach is, is a good thing for um, for the players, for the team, and most importantly, for yours and my sanity. <laughs> because if they try to tell me Phil Myers ain't ready next year, I'm going to headbutt something. Just fucking... What did the kids play tonight? Let's give it a look. Connect knee, 1458. Uh, Limblom, look at that. 1953 for Limblom. Started the game on that... Uh, Started the game on that top line with Giroux and Couturier. Obviously, when you've got 11 forwards and three of them are Justin Bailey and Corbin Knight and Phil Veroni. Oh, Corbin Knight played 14 and a half minutes tonight. He played 14.35. Holy shit. Uh, Gordon seems to like Corbin Knight quite a bit. Uh, I'll give him that. He does seem to like him. Uh, and coaches do that. Um, whatever. Uh, yeah, Bailey, 612. Okay, uh, where was I? Konechny, 1458. Uh, Limblom, he picked up an assist tonight, 1953. Hartman, only 1119. Damn. Uh, yeah, so yeah, Patrick didn't play. Sanheim, 1951. Haig, only 1357. Damn. McDonald, only 937. Yeah, so Sanheim, 1951. Provorov, 2317. Phil Myers, 1421. Ghost, 20. So, yeah, we're getting, we're getting good looks. At least we're going to get some good looks at these kids. I realize some of the forwards are like, we don't need looks at them, but I just like knowing. I like to be confirmed that Man, I thought he was, you know, a good third liner, a third liner that you could bump up to your second line, something like that. But if he's actually a legit top six winger, man, that's found money. A fifth round pick being a top six guy, that's found money. And, you know, he plays not on the left side tonight. Obviously, it's Giroux and Giroux can play anywhere, but they they had the confidence to to move him over and they had the confidence to put him on the first line and play him with Giroux and Couturier. And, he looked pretty damn good. Does it excite you that we are a Morgan Frost and 3C away from having a Raffle Lawton Hartman fourth line? Uh, I mean, it excites me. The, the potential for this offseason and then the potential for a guy like a Morgan Frost to join this lineup at some point, I don't think he's going to make the team out of camp. I will be elated if he is. I will start. I will do a little dance. I'll come on here and start dancing, and that will be hilarious. But – um, I just don't expect it, you know, I don't expect it right away. <laughs> I thought Tom Wilson was going to solve our AMAC problem. I don't want to see, like, I don't want to see AMAC scraped off the ice. That's, that's fucking mean, man. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, like, I didn't, I didn't want to see him get his brains beaten in. But I, 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 um, there's a scene in Goon when, uh, when, when, uh, Doug Glatt is out and, um, the dude who plays like the captain who's always talking about, he's just a drunk and he's always talking about how his wife left him and shit. Uh, and he has to step up and, and fight the big fighter on the other team. And the dude just goes, really, we're going to do this. You know, what's going to happen. And he's like, I'm all, and he just, I thought like, that's what was, that was the scene running through my head. Just like fucking getting his head beaten in but I, I i appreciate the uh i appreciate the effort i'm i appreciate the effort out of amac i'm i'm done bashing andrew mcdonald uh 
I'm done with it. I've done enough Andrew McDonald bashing. Um, Andrew McDonald ain't the problem with this team. He's not what has been wrong with this team for his whole tenure. Is he good? No. Do I want him around? No. But I'm I'm beyond Andrew McDonald at this point. I am I have transcended past Andrew McDonald. Uh, NHL has been rigged for years. Sure, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> oh my God. That moment when AMAC gets more physical in a game than Haig just lets you know how not good Haig has been. It, it, it hasn't been good. I just want to see Moran in the lineup to beat people up in front of the net, and that's all I want. I want to see him erasing zone entries, just stapling people to the boards. I want to see him killing penalties, using that reach to break up passes. I just think if he's he, – you know, he's never going to be a Norris Trophy candidate. We, we know that much. But if he is an effective physical third pairing, it's not like he's immobile. He can skate really well, especially for a guy his size. Um, I just think he can be a weapon in situations like uh, like the penalty kill. Um, and obviously, you know, the toughness aspect. I would love, my God, I would love to see him get a hold of Tom Wilson. And you all know, if you're if you're long-time listeners, uh, first-time caller, long-time listener, uh, if, if, you're, if you're long-time listeners of all we do at BSH Radio, um, I'm not a Tom Wilson hater. I would take Tom Wilson on the flyers in a heartbeat. I, I also think that the league needs bad guys. Um, like we need heels. You, you gotta have someone to hate. It's great to hate Brad Marchand. It's great to hate Tom Wilson. Like, it's just fun to fucking hate these guys and want to see them get their comeuppance, you know? Uh, and I want to see, like, I would love to see Sam Moran get a hold of Tom Wilson and just, just bah, bash him. Just <laughs> Scott Gordon lost this game. You don't roll out, poke a hole lines, and continuously overplay goalies. There, who could they play? I I really have very little. the The goalie thing is legit. The goalie thing's legit. They absolutely. Uh, I want to. I I probably have already called him Max Talbot tonight. Um, but uh, yeah, Cam Talbot absolutely should have started tonight. Uh, should have started Talbot. That's for you, Ryan Gilbert. Um, but, like, when your options are what they are in terms of the skaters, I, I can't fault him. It's How in the world did Myers go undrafted? I ask myself that all the time. It's – forget everything. Just a guy of his size. Just a guy of his size. I, I don't – I like, did he have an incredibly late growth spurt or something? I, I – I don't know, man. It's he's got so many tools. I I don't get it. I don't get it at all. When you see a Sam Moran going a first round, and uh, Tyler, I probably called him Tyler Myers tonight too. Uh, and Phil Myers through seven rounds of a draft just gets passed over. And he, it's not like the Flyers had him in rookie camp even. Uh, he was in, I believe, Calgary's rookie camp. They let him go without a contract. He gets the training camp invite to Philly, and then he gets signed. Like, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Just going to scroll down see what's going on here. TK calling Malkin a fucking nerd is absolutely my favorite part of the season. That was great. Uh, he's He chirps, man. He's got some good ones. He's got some good ones. I got to watch that whole Wired thing. I haven't seen it yet. Um, I'm going to – I'm definitely going to watch it. Um, definitely going to watch it 
uh, after DVRs tomorrow. Um, I like, I just, in terms of things that would excite at least hockey fans, if not uh, attract new fans, if there was a, a weekly HBO show that was just that, uncensored, players talking shit, uh, like the on-ice real look, uh, like guys challenging each other to fights, the way the refs talk to the players, all that stuff, um, hockey would be more popular. That would get watchers. It would be, it would be really good. Well, we're running out of things to blame, Bill. Who else? Who else is there but Amac? It's just you know, it's let's leave the poor guy alone. He's probably gone. We're in the final fifteen games of the Andrew McDonald era. Let's let's put it that way. Let's let's send him out with on the appreciation tour. Uh, Andrew McDonald, at least you tried. Are you giving up bashing Amac for Lent? I don't know what Lent is. Uh, I will say Andrew McDonald will be eligible for an extension on July first, though. Uh, Bill, what do you think about the Flyers getting Kevin Hayes in the offseason to solidify center depth? He's big creative and would ensure Giroux stays on the wing. I think a great under-the-radar signing because I assume they won't be able to land Braden Point. Yeah, uh, Kevin Hayes definitely on the list. They need a center. Um, I very much covet Artemi Panarin. I, I, I want more dynamic talent. I just want more dynamic talent on this team. However, if I can only have one thing this offseason, it's a it's a it's a center and it's a very good center. It's a guy who can play two C. Now, if Nolan Patrick is who he's been for the last 24, 25 games, whatever it is, um, you know, obviously he's hurt now, but I'm previous to taking a slap shot to the back of the head, uh, and he is actually a two C. Awesome. Then we have excellent center depth but I'm not counting on it because in 100% of my evidence of Nolan Patrick, he does nothing for the first half of seasons. He doesn't start slowly. He does nothing. Um, Obviously, injuries, being young, developing, all that stuff. I'm not saying that's who he's going to be. I'm just saying you can't plan on anything else being the case. You know, If he turns out to be a stud from day one next year, Awesome. That's again found money because you need to plan like that's not who he is. You need to plan like he's gonna like he's gonna be who he was for his first two seasons. And if he's not, well then we have a good problem on our hands. So you really think they buy him out at the end of the season? Uh for the first time, I really do think it's possible that they move on from Andrew McDonald, whether it's a buyout, uh, whether they cover like half of his salary and ship him somewhere, like Andrew McDonald a third round pick and uh, you know, we cover half of his salary for some sort of conditional pick or something. Um, or they just bury him in the minors for the final year of his contract. Um, I do think we, I do think for the first time we are at the end of the Andrew McDonald era. I always thought he was going to play out his contract. Um, but now with the new regime, um, wanting to placate the fans a little. And I don't think you should do everything to placate the fans. However, you do have a growing uh, – you do have apathy growing within your fan base for the first time uh, ever, really. And um, this is a guy that it's pretty clear now he's not very good. Like, his last few games, he's playing 10 minutes or less. So let's look at Andrew. And he, you know, plus two tonight gets the assist. Little, nice little, nice little, uh, nice little evening for Andrew McDonald. Again, not bashing the guy. 
there's no point in it anymore. But yeah, his last four games, going back to the going back to the outdoor game, he's been scratched a few times, but 1249, 855, 1005, 937. It's pretty clear um, Scott Gordon recognizes what no coach uh, during McDonald's tenure has, and that's he has a negative impact when he's on the ice. Um, so uh, I think this new regime will be more open to moving on from him because they see he's not very good. And it will really make the fans happy. Now, that's, again, not the number one reason to do something. But since it will also be a beneficial move, why not? It's a win-win. <laughs> like, you're not, like, trading Scott Hartnell here, a fan favorite, because of, of, because of cap implications two years from now. It's you're literally moving on from a guy who hurts the team. So I don't see how it could be a negative. There needs to be a 24-7 for hockey after. I think it should be a weekly show on HBO or a premium channel. Shit, man, like Hulu or Netflix, like something where you can uncen- where it can be uncensored, uh, you, like highlights and uh, storylines and just guys, the guys being the guys on the ice. That would be the show, man. That, yeah, I, think it would be, I think it would be a real winner for this league. If AMAC gets moved, will there be a party at Xfinity Live? Should we do like a, a buyout party for Andrew McDonald or something? Um, hmm. That would be fun. I, uh, again, I don't want to dance in the poor guy's grave. But he did make $30 bucks, so it's not like it's unfair. Uh, we'll think about it. That's something to think about. Why has it taken till Scott Gordon to realize that AMAC blows? Um, because all coaches are bad. That's, listen, there's, there are good, there are coaches who are better than other coaches and all, but, um, shit, man, I think all coaches are bad. I, they just, they're so stubborn, so set in their ways, so believing that they know better than everybody. And like, yes, again, obviously anyone who spent a minute, uh, a second, who has taken a breath in the NHL knows more about hockey than me, but overall, you know, overall, but they just, every single one of them just has these blind spots and you see it with even the great coaches, like ask some Chicago fans about Quenville's lineup decisions. Look at how the Leafs, look at how Leafs fans talk about like their fourth line and stuff with Babcock. There's just a disconnect between the way hockey guys think and the way a, an evolving fan base thinks. And it's just, they dance with what brung them, even when the evidence is pointing to things changing. Um, they just all have blind spots, some more so than others. You know, when we talk about Dave Haxtell, he played Andrew McDonald 20 minutes a night, and he thought it was a good idea to scratch Oscar Lindblom and play Yuri Laterra. Like, that's his last night with the team. His last day, like, his, his last gasp, was your world's in Oscar to the press box. Like, they're all bad. I'm pretty sure you know more about hockey than John Scott did, though. No, man. Enforcers know the game like nobody's business. Uh, some of the smartest some of the smartest hockey people I've talked to are guys who drop the mitts because here's the thing, man. When you're when you're in high school, when you're in, you know, before even before major junior, when you get to major junior, college, whatever. Those guys were all real good, but not good enough to make it. So they just had to carve out a role for themselves if they wanted to make it. And 
some of those guys really know the game. There's a reason there's a lot of them behind benches. Um, listen, do I think like Craig Berube was an especially good coach? Uh, no, but I do think he's an NHL coach. I think he's one if, you know, he keeps this St. Louis job or whatever, and you want to say he's one of the 31 best, I wouldn't disagree. Uh, I don't want him coaching my team, but uh, some of those guys really know the game, man. Sit down and talk to Riley Cote. Uh, now, like, there are just, like, coked-up maniacs who went out there and just tried to throw tornado punches, sure. Um, but a lot of these guys really did know the game. And John Scott, uh, dude, no one loves hockey more than him. Who's on your ban list for people not allowed to root for the Flyers? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care. I root for the Flyers. I don't care what anyone else does. I'm glad other people joined me for this. I'm not talking to myself all the time. Uh, but I don't, I don't police anybody. I don't care. You root for the Flyers, you don't, whatever. Doesn't change my day. John Scott was an all-star MVP, yeah. Riley Cote is awesome. Love that guy. He's a he's a good dude. Riley's a damn good dude. Um, talked to him on a show a few years ago. He was great. Talked to him at the alumni game um, that was at UPenn two weeks ago, whenever it was. Just a, just a real good dude. Uh, all right, guys. I, I think that's it for the night. I think we've basically covered all the bases. I hate saying cliches like that. We covered all the bases. I hate that shit. Um, yeah, I think I think we've talked this one through. Uh, that's it for me tonight. Thank you all for watching live. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast after the fact, I very much appreciate you because that's what we get paid for is podcast listens. So way to go, fam. Uh, yeah, that's it. So uh, have a great week, everybody.